Hello and welcome to episode 9 of the New Writers Podcast. I am your host, Chris Langan, coming at you once again. Uh, I gotta say thank you to everybody. This has been... uh, The consistency of the podcast is not quite what I wanted it to be, but you know what? I'm gonna keep uh, chugging along, and we're gonna we're gonna do this. Um, Maybe not every week, maybe not every two weeks, (laughs) but we're we're gonna keep going, and that kind of ties in really well to what I wanted to talk about today. Uh, I want to talk about motivation. By the way, no guest today. It's just me again. Um, but I, I, I do want to say that, uh, you know, I, I love having guests on and there absolutely will be more guests in the future. This isn't just going to be me all the time because, you know, that dynamic is awesome. But anyway, motivation to write and a lot of it is just, you have to, you have to know yourself. Okay. Especially with everything that is going on in the world today. I mean, you can pick pick any one of the disasters that we are experiencing. Um, First and foremost, that comes to the top of my mind, is the pandemic, global pandemic. That pretty much affects everyone wherever they're at. Uh, I am, for those of you who don't know, I am in the, you know, I live in the United States. uh, Southern California, to be more specific. So, uh, you know, everybody has a different experience where they live. But, I mean, we have had the pandemic, we have had civil unrest, we have had all sorts of nonsense. There, you know, murder hornets, but thankfully they kind of just fizzled out. And everything, you know, writing, writing for me, and it's going to be different for everybody, but writing for me is one of those things, is a joy. It's, it's an escape, it's a place, it's a way for me to flex my creative muscles. And those muscles, you know, whenever you work out, you know, it may not be fun sometimes or all the time, but afterwards you, you generally feel pretty good, you know. You get the blood flowing, blood pumping. Uh, I'm not a big worker-outer. Worker-outer? I'm going to leave that in there. But motivation during the, I found that during the pandemic, and, and I know that this is going to overlap with some of the stuff I said, I think it was in episode two, but I think it, it bears repeating if, you know, so apologies if this sounds familiar, but motivate, motivating yourself to write is, it, it depends on a lot of factors. So I started out writing for fun. You know, I, I wanted to write just to, you know, like an artist starts off drawing, sketching, doing it for fun. Same with me with writing. I, I had stories and I wanted to write, I wanted to write them down, you know, you know, start off with a fan fiction piece for Star Wars. And since then that hooked me. I liked how writing made me, made me feel. I liked how, you know, I was able to use, you know, access parts of my, not access parts of my brain, but just, it was, there was an endorphin rush and it felt good. And it was a, a release and escape different from, uh, the act of reading. You know, you read, you sit down with a good book you can get lost in that and read. This was, this was kind of more, very much more, um, 
interactive. Well, not interactive, but I was creating a world and people and characters and situations, and it was it was amazing. You know, I got that I got that first taste, and like, I want more. I got the taste of blood. Um, but not every day is like that. And during the pandemic, when it first started, I thought to myself, you know, way back in March, which feels like ten years ago. <laughs> I, I thought, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to have, I mean, I didn't think it was going to be great, but I thought, you know, the situation itself was pretty bad. But I, you know, trying to find that silver lining, I thought, oh, you know, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to be able to write and I'm going to be able to write a lot. I'm going to be able to finish a book. It's going to, you know, something good is going to come out of this pandemic, out of, out of this lockdown that we all have to do, had to do. And, uh, so what I found was that that wasn't the case. I I didn't, at first I didn't write that much, you know, and it's, it's important to set goals, but you can't set unreasonable goals. You have to set attainable goals. And again, this is, you have to find your own. You have to find out what works because, you know, if you compare yourself to, you know, an established author who has been doing this for, you know, seven, ten years, whatever, you know, and, and they're cranking out a book a day, then that's not fair to yourself. Especially if you're just starting out, then, you know, you, you have that expectation that you put on yourself that you got from looking at another author that, wow, they, I, that author puts out a book a year. I need to do that. I can do that. And if that's not something you're capable of doing, don't push yourself to do that. Because, like I said, writing is supposed to be fun. Writing is supposed to be a, a good thing, capital G, good thing. And it was one of those things, too, where, you know, I, and I'm going to use Jonathan Mayberry as, as an example. I'm a big fan of his. I first saw him speak at a panel in San Diego Comic-Con. Uh, in 2000, uh, yeah, 2019, 2019, which was, you know, I, I didn't get to go to Comic-Con this year because they didn't have it, but I saw, I saw him speak on a panel and, and I instantly became a fan of how, you know, how the stuff he has to say about writing. So, you know, go shout out to Jonathan Mayberry, go check him out on the internet. He's got some, he's, I believe he's a great Great writer, great horror writer, and one of the things that he said though was like he he is a fast writer, and he I, I gotta double check, but I'm not sure, but I think he said that he normally writes about three thousand words a day, which is an insane amount to me, you know. But for starting out, I was like, oh, okay, so that's what I need to do. No, no, it's not what I need to do. It's not what I needed to do. What I needed to do is I needed to find out what works best for me because writing is is a marathon, especially if you're writing a book. If you're writing a novel, anything novel length, and the latest, depending on your genre, your mileage may vary, but novel is technically anything over 50,000 words or maybe 40,000 words, but a 40,000 word, a 40 or 50,000 word novel is short. You know, I don't, I don't even know if that's going to crack a hundred pages, 
normally for uh, sci-fi novels, you're looking at about... See, and it's not exact science either. That's why I'm having trouble coming up with these numbers. But for science fiction novels, I've heard anywhere between 70,000 words and 120,000 words. 120,000 words science fiction novel is a little on the long side. For someone who's who's unestablished, who's not established, you know, if you're, <laughs> you know, if you're, uh, oh my gosh, uh, Peter Hamilton, Peter F. Hamilton, uh, yeah, you can write however long a novel you want. Or Stephen Baxter, go ahead, go to town. But, you know, for for anyone who's starting off, if, if you present uh, a really long science fiction novel, if you submit that to an agent or anything, I think it hurts your chances if you keep, if you have it that's super long, because it's not, it's not effective for the genre. Now, high fantasy, fantasy novels, those run long. So it's more kind of, from what, from my understanding, from what I've heard, fantasy novels run long, so it's kind of more accepted if they're a little on the long side. Like 120,000 word fantasy novel should usually be okay. Um, romance novels, I hear, I from what I've seen, are a little shorter. So, like I said, mileage may vary. Depends on your genre, the genre that you write in. But in either case, any any way you slice it, writing a novel is a marathon. And so long, the the most important thing is to consistently keep writing. And the way you do that is that you set, like I said, you set reasonable goals. So when I started out, I didn't know. So I just, I just started out saying, okay, I'm going to write every day and see how, see how I do. After a while, I got consistent and I came upon the, I tried different numbers. I'm like, okay, can I write 2000 words a day? And that, that was a little difficult for me. You know, that was because we also have to deal with real life. You know, I am a father. I am a husband. I am a son. There are people who depend on me and uh, writing is, unfortunately, my writing is not my, uh, my primary job yet. We're working on that. (laughs) We're working on that. But you know, until it does become my primary job, my main, you know, source of income, then it's, it, it has to stay on the sidelines and take and you know, for as far as whenever it goes up against real life, which is fine, which is fine. And, you know, even if, let's say I sold a book tomorrow and, you know, I got a nice advance and stuff like that. I would not quit my day job, you know, you know, if someone sells one book, they should not quit their day job because the odds of, you know, I I liken it to the music industry, you know, so many talented musicians out there that nobody's heard of and people, you know, they, to get on the radio to quote unquote, make it is a long shot. You know, playing stadiums is, is a long shot you have to work at it. And so it's very, it's a very slim chance that your, your one, one novel, the novel you're working on, the piece you're working on, no matter how highly you think of it. And this is, this was a tough pill to swallow for me. I don't even know if I've swallowed this yet. Your novel, 
first novel is not going to be the smash hit that you hope it will be. You might sell some. You might sell nothing. But that's kind of, you know, the best you can do is give yourself and your novel and your book the best chance chances for success. And, yeah, so I got to the number of, you know, I I tried 2,000 words a day. Oof, that, that, was, that was rough. I was, I was struggling with that. So then I took it down to 1,000 words a day, and that seemed a little bit more manageable. But there were still days where I wasn't meeting that. And so I had to, I had to figure, you know, there's so much you have to figure out when you just sit down to write, you know, you need to, I highly recommend you have a space to write where there's, you know, there's the least amount of distractions because you're, you got to be inside your own head and to help yourself create these worlds and characters and all that good stuff. But you also have to give yourself the benefit of the doubt. You also have to account for days where, you know, your car breaks down or you got to replace a refrigerator or you need to go to the market and there's a pandemic out and, Days where you are not going to be able to sit down and write 1,000 words. So I I did that. I I kind of have like a secondary goal, a secondary, yeah, a secondary goal of 500 words a day. So I always shoot for 1,000 words today, and I haven't written my 1,000 words yet. Uh, but my, I have, I, I guess I can call it my at the very least goal. <laughs> So if I can't do a thousand words a day, then at the very least, I try to do 500. And I've, I've kind of trained my, trained my mind, trained my emotions that if I, if I can do 500 words a day, that is not a failure. And, you know, optimal is 1000, not a failure is 500. But then again, that's just how my mind works. If you write slower, that's fine. If you, if you, if you make it a hundred words a day, do it because um, uh, Mer Lafferty, she, she runs a great podcast, a couple great podcasts, uh, the, I should be writing podcast and the, um, ditch diggers, uh, with Matt Wallace, those podcasts, Mer Lafferty, she talks about how being able to forgive yourself. And if you can't, if you have a day where you can't write, you know, that's fine. That's fine. Stuff happens. And if all you if you have a day where all you can write is a hundred words, that is a hundred words you did not have before. And you know, it's part of that marathon. You're not gonna run a marathon full speed the entire time unless you're a you know Superman or the Flash or whatever. But you have to you have to put words, some words on a paper or on a file or whatever you whatever your method you're using to write your your work. And when you write that stuff down, when you, when you do that, you know, not every day is going to be great. People have bad days. People, I'll say it again, for those in the back, people have bad days. <laughs> okay. And with the pandemic, there have been a lot of bad days, you know, a lot of fear of the unknown, fear of what's going to happen. I mean, uh, you know, toilet paper shortages, that's a weird fear that I didn't think we were going to have. But I mean, thankfully that's gotten better, but you just don't know what the day is going to bring. And if you wake up and you are not feeling it, then, you know, that is okay. Now, the problem I have with myself is that, okay, I can forgive myself if I, 
if I have a day where I, I don't write any words. But I the way that I've kind of molded my brain, kind of trained my brain, is that 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 can't that's not sustainable. I can't I can't go a lot of days without writing before I start to feel kind of bad, you know, bad, guilty. And I'm not under any sort of deadline. The deadline I've, I've, that I have is, is my own and there's no date to it. It's just keep chugging along. And, um, if I don't, if I don't chug along, if I don't make any forward progress, then I start to feel guilty, bad. And, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, I mean, I'm glad I've kind of done that to myself and it's not, it's not unhealthy for, for me, for my situation, because like I said, I can have days where like, nope, I'm not going to write today, you know, or, or I'm only going to do 500 words today and that's fine. That's fine. I think during the pandemic, the longest I've gone without writing was maybe a week. I, I went a full week without without writing anything, and it 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 was fine. You know, towards the end, I felt like oh, geez. like it got to the point where where it's like oh, geez, I need to write, I need to write, and I got back on it, and I came back to it, and it was like you know, riding a bike, got right, right back to it, and it was fine, and I forgave myself. You're like you know, I, I'm not, li- I didn't linger. On the whole, like, oh, you didn't write for a week, you monster, you're, you, you know, you're, you're just, you're so lazy, and no, I didn't, I didn't beat myself up, because it's, I didn't have, you know, it's fine, you have to forgive yourself. Now, writing, like I said, writing should be fun, but you're going to have days where it's not fun, where you sit down, and, you know, for using my example, 500, it, 500 words is a chore. You know, it's just, like I said, just not feeling it and that's okay. And that's okay. That is going to actually help you in the long run because in order to get to a point where writing is, you know, my main job, I have to treat it like a job. You know, I can't. And when you, when you have a job, if you're just not feeling it, you know, being sick is one thing, but if you were just not in the mood, you know, you still have to go to work. So that's kind of how I look, I'm starting to look at writing. Like hopefully I'm training my brain to do that. But, (laughs) but you know, if, if I have a day where I just want to sit down and, you know, play video games, then, you know, I, I need to, you know, and I'll I'll try and do like a reward system for ourselves. Like, okay, self, here's what we're going to do you're going to go and you're going to write 500 words. And after you write your 500 words, then you can play video games. You know, then you could, you know, take a nap or whatever, you know, you can. And that's, that's, that's not even counting the, 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 uh, the real life stuff I need to do, you know, like leaving out chores and start, you know, laundry or whatever, food, going to the store, all that good stuff. That's the, that stuff I, you know, I have to do, but writing, writing is kind of, I've kind of tricked myself into, into having to do it you know, like work. So, and speaking of, um, you know, writer, writing being kind of work, I've got a couple of pet peeves and, you know, maybe, maybe I'm, I don't want to say I'm sensitive, but you know, 
there's some stuff out there in the um in the in social media that drives me a little nuts. <laughs> and it's not a big deal, it's not huge, but it's just like I see I see other new writers doing this and it makes me cringe a little bit. And I'm mainly talking about um, you know, if you're in a Facebook group or if you're you, know, you follow people on Twitter or whatever, you know, Reddit, Instagram, if not so much Instagram, but like mainly Facebook for me is the main the main offender. The main, I don't say main defender, main place where I see this. And what I've seen is that there'll be a, a, a Facebook group for like amateur writers or new writers or authors or whatever. And people will go on and will post questions. And the questions will be like, you know, hey, I need a name for a guy who, you know, <laughs> lives here and does this and that. And I'll look at that question and I'll, I'll just shake my hand. I'm like, you want me to come up with a name for your character? No, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. If you, you know, be creative, you, you are creative. And I know that the creative juices don't always flow. So just put a placeholder, put a placeholder. That guy's name is, uh, you know, until I can figure out a better name, that guy's name is, uh, Corky McBangcock. That's his name, Corky McBangcock, and Bangkok, you know, spelled like uh, the capital of Thailand with an MC in front of it, and you know, just make it goofy, just put something down so you have a name, and you know, that's his name, and then it's obviously so bad that you have to change it, so you know, come up or so good depending on how you look up Corky, um, but you know, you can. Don't it feels it feels kind of dirty to me to ask another author like, hey, I'm having trouble coming up with a name. Can you can you give me a name? You know, or and and that's just the that's just kind of the most prolific one that I've seen. The other one that kind of gets me, and that not as badly as much anymore. But when I when I first started, it's like, oh jeez, you know, they're asking again. The question is, why do you write? It's like, well, because I like it. <laughs> Because it's fun, because you know it allows me to be creative. Um, but it seemed for a while there, it seemed like everywhere I looked on social media, why do you write? Why do you write? Why do you write? I'm like, because it's fun. I like it. You know, that's not a huge question. Why do you write? <laughs> you know, why did you write that question? So yeah, long story short, you, you know, just don't, don't. Oh yeah, yeah, and. Along with along the lines with the, with whoever was asking for you know for a name, you know don't don't ask other people to write your book for you because, I mean granted it's just a name but that it's the first step on a path that I don't want to go down you know I don't I don't go to other people and say hey what should you know what should the story be here be here you know and in the same token I on the on the opposite side of that coin, I don't try to impose my will on other people who, who ask me for impressions, you know, you know, when, whenever I edit something for anybody, you know, I'll t- you know, I've told people, you know, I'll take a look at your stuff. You know, they've asked me and I try to, I, I really make an effort not to make a, make a comment or leave a, you know, an editorial note where I think that, you know, it is something that I would just prefer. 
because I know that it's whoever's piece that I'm looking at is that's their baby. You know, that is if you write something that is your baby and you can do whatever you want, but you have to, you know, if you want to make it better, it's always better to be open about, you know, criticisms. And we talked about criticisms in one of the other episodes, but I'm sure we'll get back to it another time. But, but yeah, so motivation, it's different. It's going to be one of those things that's different for everyone. And you have to find what works for you. Oh, let's, let's talk about a little bit about uh, pantsing and pantsing. Nope, that's not right. Pantsers and plotters. So, because that's something I had to find out too. I had to kind of discover about myself. This whole writing thing has been kind of like a, a journey of discovery, which also, it was also cool. You know, you learn stuff about yourself when you start creating worlds and, and people. So, there are two kind of main schools of thought on how people create stories. There's plotting. Plotting is pretty much exactly what it sounds like. You, before you start writing a, a story, you outline it. You, you get the plot down, you know. You have, you know, points. You write down, you know, little little bullet points for the beginning, the middle, the end. However, however vague you want it, however much detail you want to put into it, it's different for everyone. But you you get a good, you figure out, I shouldn't say get, you figure out where the story is going to go. It's the big picture of the story. Okay. Now, pants, I keep saying pantsing. Pantsers, pantsing is not what I want to talk about. Pantsers are people who write by the seat of their pants. And for those of you who never heard of this before, they write by the seat of their pants. And what they do is they don't outline. They don't get an idea of the beginning, the middle, the end of the story. And they just start writing. And I hear, I've seen people tweet and, and make comments about how that... You know, they, they put they get the characters in in the setting and and just kind of let them run loose and 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 a, and a story is just I forget who said it but it's like a story their novel is just their characters figuring out what they're gonna do as they go and that sounds like magic <laughs> and I I wish I could tap into some of that because you know someone an established author said something along those lines I can't remember who but. They just run, get their characters on the on the page, and they just run amok. Uh, and it sounds sounds great. So when I first started writing, I I, I started uh, off as a pantser. I, I was like, yes, let's do this. And I found that a lot of the my best ideas came to me as I was writing. Like, oh, that would be that's that seems logical. That seems good. That's going to be a good piece right there. That's a you know, action sequence or whatever. And it came to me as I was writing. So I was like, cool, you know, this is, I'm, I'm a, I'm a pantser. Well, <laughs> on my first novel that I still have my first draft for, uh, I, I was writing, I was writing, I was writing, and I got maybe about 70, 60 or 70,000 words in. And I got to a point where I realized I don't know how to end it. I don't, I, I had no, I knew what the ending was going to be more or less, but from what I had been writing, I, I kind of just gone off, gone off the rail, not completely, but like 
enough to where I was far enough away from the ending. We're like, okay, I need to wrap this up. You know, the ending is at point B. I'm at point A, and there's a huge gap between here. There's, there's stuff that needs to happen. And so I actually, what I did in that case is I stopped writing for a bit, and I outlined how I was going to get from where I was in the novel, in the draft, to the end. And so I, I outlined it and I was like, okay, that makes sense. You know, I was, I'll tell you for a while there, I was like, oh no, (laughs) you know, you realize like, oh, I gotta, I gotta bring this thing home. And it, it just didn't, you know, you get get a little panicky, like, oh, you know, cause you see all that, all that work ahead of you and you just don't know. But I sat down, I figured it, it worked out, sat down, figured it out. And then I went back to writing and I still, uh, wrote by the seat of my pants but I did it in a way where I checked the, the outline. It's like, okay, you know, it's, I, I, I broke it down to little chunks. It's like, okay, this need, I need to get here. So boom, 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 right, right, right. Got there. Okay. And once I got there, I, I looked back at the outline. It's like, okay, boom, 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 got there. And some, somehow it worked. Now, don't get me wrong. That's my first draft of that book. And I have to, I, I think it ended up being like 122,000 words. I got to go back. I got to. Like it's definitely going to need some, some heavy editing and possibly some rewriting, but you know, that's, that's part of the process. So with the, with the current novel I'm working on, uh, I kind of started out that way where I, I wrote down the scenes, like what has to happen in each scene, not very, not super detailed, but the way I, the way I looked at it is I wrote the scenes and the outline as if I was describing my book to a friend who, who didn't, you know, without having, without reading it word for word, I was describing it to them. It's like, okay, there's these aliens and blah, blah, blah. You know, you know, if they go to earth or whatever. And so I found that to be really helpful. And what I did is that I used that as a guide. And when I went down to start writing, I would, I would flesh out the scenes and, and write them, but you know, just, See the pen, and but I, I I left it I left things flexible enough that if I if something came to me while I was writing I would put it in. So I guess and I and I did that throughout the, the novel. I'm currently fifty eight thousand words in in the second novel. My plan here's my plan. Don't freak out. <laughs> my plan is to finish the the draft of my second novel and then go back and edit the first novel and um, get that as ready to go as I can. So anyway, through this, you know, process of trial and error, I came to realize that I think I'm a hybrid. You know, I think, I think I need to, you know, plot a little bit just to give myself kind of a, a, a little, a vague map. But then once I get into the story, I'm, I'm, I'm writing by the seat of my pants. You know, and it allows me because I think that's where that's one of my strengths is that where I'm when I'm in the story writing and, you know, I, I there's, you know, situations pop up and I come up with these with it, it, it's where I feel where my magic happens. We're like, oh, that'd be good. You know, that'd be a great idea. Oh, that's what they would do. Oh, OK. You know, though, those those kind of moments of inspiration happen to me when I'm actually writing the story down. Not, not plotting. And it may be the complete opposite for you. You may find the magic in plotting. You're like, oh, 
this is great. You know, it starts off like this and they go here, then this happens and oh, ends like this. Oh, you know, and that is, that is great. You know, and like, and like I said, you need to find what works best for you. Okay. And I, I know it seems like a simple thing, but as a new writer, you know, you got to keep going. You got to motivate yourself. You just, you don't have to write a million words a day, but you have to write something. Keep going on that marathon. Keep running that marathon. And then one day you'll finish and you won't know what to do next. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. I, my hope is that as, as I go on this journey of writing and hopefully publishing, uh, I can, you know, I can, I can pass on what I've learned, what works, what doesn't work. Okay. Uh, to anyone else who, who might be listening, who might not, you know, who might need this, who might find it beneficial. But for the love of God, please do not ask other people to write your book. Do not ask for names. I need a name for my main character. Also, what do they look like? <laughs> What's their motivation? Do they have a dark history? A dark past? It's funny. I was actually thinking of, when I was thinking of this po- uh, podcast, of this episode for motivation, I, I had the thought of, of Corky McBangcock and gave him a, a whole, it's kind of a whole kind of instant background. You know, he's a, a lead singer of a of a Scottish punk band who uh, you know down on his luck, you can never you know still waiting to be discovered, and then I didn't write any of that down. So <laughs> you know, but you know he's got he's kind of got the that uh oh my gosh what is that movie uh reno williams in the fifth dimension no buckaroo bonsai that's it he's kind of got a buckaroo bonsai look to him um from that whole from that 80s movie uh if you guys don't know who buckaroo bonsai is take a look google it it's 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 very (laughs) very 80s um but yeah so anyway uh yeah this has been episode nine we're coming up on the time here and, you know, as always, thank you all for listening, for following, following along. And I hope, you know, I sincerely hope that, you know, either, either you, you find this entertaining or you find it helpful or you find it both. And, um, you know, I'm going to keep doing this. I'm going to keep podcasting. Like I said, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I'll get a little bit more regular about it. But, you know, what? it's the apocalypse. There's no rules. There's no rules, you know. All right. So I've been your host, Chris Langan. This has been episode nine. And I hope to see you all next week. I'm going to say next week whether or not it's actually next week or not. So <laughs> um, also, if you notice the audio on this one sounds a little different. I'm trying some different audio, little techniques, little little uh, uh, inside baseball stuff for you. So so if if you if you if you're listening and you're like this sounds a little different then you're not crazy I'm 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 still you know tweaking the process here so as always may your muse smile upon you and your words ring true.